0: Hello, hello everybody. How are you doing tonight? All right. I am so happy to be with you on today. I have an amazing featured special guest that is near and dear to my heart. She is just a serial entrepreneur. She's an advocate, she's a motivator. And she also has her own TV show and podcast. So I'm just so excited to have her backstage. I'll let you know what her name is after we do this intro of the Tina Ramsey Show and podcast. Now, you know what time it is. It's not time to Netflix and chill. It is time for you to grab your loved ones, your children, your significant other, and get on the couch, grab a snack, and get a beverage, because you know. It's time for the Tina Ramsey Show with our featured guest. I'll tell you her name when we come back in a moment. Welcome to the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast, a show to motivate you and introduce you to celebrities, authors, singers, coaches, and standout entrepreneurs that are making a positive impact in the world. Men and women coming together to share knowledge, having building conversations centered around business, wellness, and life. We connect you with some amazing people and opportunities. It's your time to shine and we help you do that. We love sharing your stories of success and spotlighting you, the entrepreneur. We love to laugh. We love to smile. We love to celebrate you and we love having fun. So go grab a seat, get a snack, and don't forget your beverage. It's time for you to come share, shine, and grow. Yes, this time for the Tina Ramsey Show. Let's get started with your host, Coach Tina Ramsey. Like I said before, we have behind the stage a woman that she's just amazing. But you know, when I bring people on like this, sometimes I get a little emotional, but I'm going to keep it together okay i'm gonna keep it together her name is sandy sanders she is a six-time international best-selling author motivational speaker moderator advocate and ceo and founder of social media and she also is on has an award-winning syndicated talk show called coffee conversations with sandy and friends and also the book talks with sandy she has various different segments that she do in order to position authors, and anthologies individuals so that you can grab and get that motivation from the books. She is also known for her God-given ability to be a true conversationalist, and she's making a global impact with her outstanding impressions and what she does within the community. She stands for Helping ones advocate against gun violence, and she does so many more things. So it is indeed my pleasure to bring to the stage the amazing, the incomparable. Yes, I said it, Sand Sandy Sanders. Welcome to the show. <laughs>
1: oh, Ooh, lady, 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 Gina. Oh my goodness. I was sitting here and I was like, oh that, Lord Jesus, to God
0: be all the glory. Yes. And I'm here. You are. And I have had the pleasure to be on your show so many times. And we, this has been a long time coming because we are both <laughs> super busy elevating others. And I was like, listen, come on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I am so so honored and privileged and thankful grateful those two together thankful and grateful to be here with you
0: I am too and Great. I love the work that you do and I just want to go ahead and let everybody know she is has like I said before an award-winning show um she has just been awarded um award with success women conference which is as is an organization of women business entrepreneurs and she received an amazing award so tell them about that i mean that was just amazing wow yes and leading up to
1: that is the mississippi the best of mississippi awards which was in the media social media influencer category and All I can say is to God be the glory, you know, when you when you look at that category and my mentor, Mm -hmm. uh, that was the honor just to be nominated, Mm -hmm. just to be nominated is uh, is an honor itself, um, Mm -hmm. because I still feel like I'm growing in in this in this field. And so, uh, then to turn around and also when Success Women's Conference uh, nominated uh, well, someone out there nominated nominated me, and we won. Uh, that was that was another big because uh, story. Is I, I just didn't win Success Conference. I tell people is that I didn't think I belonged. Many years they were having the Success Conference here on the coast, mm-hmm. and. Those amazing ladies, Miss um, Dorothy Kern, uh, Crockett Cherry, and Miss Tiffany Bell, mm-hmm. those ladies, God has gifted them to uh, empower women. And so so to h- receive both of those awards and success conference, I'm thankful. I'm so thankful. Yes.
0: But it's well deserved. You might say that you're new, but you're making an impact. And it doesn't matter how new you are when you are doing things and it's led and you are making an impact, it don't matter how long you've been doing it because definitely you are making a positive impact and the way that you are able to help authors share their story and share it from an authentic safe place, because many times with these anthologies and these different books, Mm -hmm. you have to go to that place of trauma so that you can write what you need to write in order to be able to inspire and motivate someone else through your story. And yes. so your show is such an amazing place and it's such an amazing platform to be able to be transparent, to be honest, and most of all, safe. Yes, thank you. Safe. With uh, when, uh, when I
1: first became an author, mm-hmm. it was in an anthology project about four now. Well, it was in 2017. And 2016 2017 and after uh the anthology went out i didn't know what to do i literally didn't know what to do i didn't know what the next step was and not that the visionary did not provide that but that was it i just had the books and i was doing these facebook lives encouraging people doing my my love for coffee the whole night and um I invited her. She was my very first guest. She was our first guest. And her and I, we talked about this book. And then I was like, what else do I do with this? And I'm sitting home thinking, and it was like, it was like, as if my saying to the Lord and Lord, you do a Facebook lives. Hey, go ahead and then, go ahead and do it. And I was like, well, I don't have this and don't have that. I can't do this. You know? And I was going back and forth with that, but took the courage. But here is what the thing is, is that, um, I said, I would always have a space.
0: Yeah,
1: It's not about the exchange, uh, Lady Tina. It's mm-hmm. not. Um, what I did, I made a commitment that as long as we were doing book talks with Sandy, that we would have a space for authors. And that is where it came from. And from there, already doing Coffee Conversations, but I wanted it to be separate. I wanted to find a way to separate it so that when authors came on, that that would be the target area. And we would always have that space for an author. Um, No matter what, they've got a book, listen, you want to share it, then, hey, just give us a call and we'll make a space for you to come on over.
0: And that's what I love, love, love about it. And I just love how you say, like, uh, coffee conversations because if you have a good, warm cup of tea or coffee, you're doing pretty good. Yes. <laughs> you have some good conversations. But you double back on your advocacy work because you not only is a TV personality, being an advocate and helping authors and also just having conversations that need to be had, but you're an advocate for uh, gun violence. And I want you to tell us a little bit about why you decided to, because there's so many things that we can advocate for, so many things that we can push our energy towards. Why was gun violence so important to you? What happened about two and a half years ago, um,
1: some kids that are high school kids, they were suspended from school and uh, they all knew each other. And a young girl got shot in the leg because they tried to rob her for weed. Oh,
0: wow.
1: We're talking sixteen, age of sixteen years old, two sisters, fourteen and fifteen, and two young men that were the age of seventeen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I saw it come on the news, mm-hmm. and my heart dropped. Wow. And let and backing up from that, I uh, I'm a licensed evangelist. Jail prison ministry, jail ministry, because I haven't gone into the prison system, but the jail guy called me into jail ministry. And um, eight years I've been doing jail ministry for eight years leading just up to COVID. And we haven't been able to go back in since COVID. So I know what it's like for a 17 year old girl to be in jail
0: Mm.
1: and they have to separate those children from the adult women and uh so that environment so i know the environment i know Mm -hmm. the environment but the immediately excuse me immediately this young lady i see it on the news and my heart drops lady tina Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh my god you got not just the child that died because she she died on the operating table the gunshot caused her death wow you got two sisters And two young men who are now going to prison at the age of 14 to 17. These are adolescents. These are young kids. And my heart, oh, my goodness. That's what put me in that place. So what happened is is that I didn't even know these kids. Didn't know them. Uh, Youth ministry is not not my anointing. It's not my calling. Uh, But they did a vigil out here on the coast by the lighthouse. And I told my husband, it was a night of Bible study. I said, I can't go to Bible study. I said, Mm -hmm. I'm going to that prayer vision. Didn't know these people from Adam, but God told me to go. And my heart, it was, I would not God, but my heart was compelled to go. Mm -hmm. So I went to the vigil, met the mother, uh, the grand, the grandfather and didn't do the, go to the funeral or anything like that, but it still wasn't enough. Yeah. And I spoke to my pastor and I used to weep. I, I was weeping almost for a whole week. I was crying and I reached out, Lord dropped two other pastors in my heart and said, give them a call. They were doing outreach. They, um, uh, youth was there, is their calling. They have a lot of young people in their ministry. And I called the pastor and, mm-hmm. uh, Uh, And shout out to Pastor Jacavius Pickett and my bishop, Bishop James Dale Black, uh, and Lady Pickett for her support for her husband. And he allowed me to just weep. And he said, minister, he said, evangelist, what do you need me to do? So we put together a prayer walk, a prayer day, a day of prayer, put it on the radio, got it out, put it on the coast. And we had it at Hillard Park and a a minister young minister I had him on um Minister Aubrey Taylor.
0: Mm-hmm. He has
1: a youth group, and he sent over his young men. He couldn't be there, but he sent one of the other advisors in and i'll make a I'll make this quick mm-hmm. little boy after the prayer, we prayed, we did a gathering of just praying. God said to just pray, he didn't tell me to do anything else but just pray so with that um little boy walked up to me. And he said, Miss Sandy, thank you. No, evangelism. he just said, Miss Sandy, thank mm-hmm. you for doing this for us. Lady Tina, that's when I knew I was on the right track. Mm-hmm. When the kids say thank you, that you would pray for them, mm-hmm. I knew I was on the right track. And I just said, God, to God be the, all the glory. Mm-hmm. So that's where it came from. Uh, we've seen kids. Uh, with gun violence, we've seen that. And their speed up is, is that uh, we began to see it again A pat this past year. Uh, 16-year-olds locked up, mm. gun violence, dragged by shootings. Um, and and uh, then a young mother lost her daughter and her grandchild because of gun violence and domestic violence. It was a combination of two. And so... Um, Lord, I was out this time. I heard the Lord and, and, and he said, it's time to do another prayer visual. And I was like, okay. And I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know what to do or how to do it, but we did put it together. Wasn't as large. Mm-hmm. Um, just back in July, it was in July, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and, um, had a small gathering on the beach And that's what we did. Just stood in the gap and pray. And we're still believing God. And and I believe that because of prayer, prayer is powerful. Uh So that's where it's coming from. That that's where that's where the initial start came from, because we were seeing kids um, getting killed because of gun violence.
0: Wow I had no idea the the multiple layers that actually ignited you to start this I thought it was maybe because of a personal experience with your family I had no mm-hmm. idea that it was it wasn't your family it was just you saw the need and mm-hmm. then you start working towards it but what we're gonna do we're gonna take a small commercial break from my and we will be right back in a moment with the amazing sandy Sanders hello there my name is Tiffany bell I'm with nonprofit CEO Tina Ramsey had me on as a guest a couple of times this year with her show. And as a result, I have been able to recruit authors for book projects that I've been involved with, as well as speakers for my upcoming event um, in September. Tina is a certified VCM. She's all about helping uh, individuals with their visibility, with their connections, and with their monetization. So that basically means she's going to help you get in front of the right people so that you can um, promote your service or promote your promote your uh, product. So again, if you've not had the opportunity to um, connect with Tina, she's really great at what she does. Again, my name is Tiffany Bell. Uh, I'm with Nonprofit CEO, and you are watching and listening to the Tina Ramsey Show. Thank you. And just like that, we are back, but I come with a friend. Who? Sandy Sanders. All right. Now we left on a mix of emotions to that commercial break because we was learning how you basically got thrust into this area of advocacy and you was debating whether or not you was, but you went on ahead, even though you didn't have all the answers and how a child came and said, thank you. And then you knew that you was on the right path. And um, gun violence is a problem everywhere. And so the fact yes. that you are bringing light to it and also letting the children know that they matter because yes. with everything going on now, um, a lot of children don't feel like they matter anymore, and so they see you and all the other people coming together. Be like, we want you to be saved. So, and then the fact that you was doing jail ministry and you seeing all these teenagers,
1: yes, doing the yes.
0: time,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, mm-hmm. I appreciate you doing all of that. Um, for our youth. And now I, I have a deeper understanding of why gun violence advocacy is so near and dear to your heart because,
1: yeah. wow. It and is. it's a nationwide, it's a nation, we know that it's a nationwide mm-hmm. and I'm a mother. I have an adult, I mean that when we talk about gun violence and then there's different layers, mm-hmm. like you said, there's different layers. There is the um, the the fact that there are uh, the percentage we're finding that the percentage of black males between the ages of 13 to 35 are greater than the counterparts i want to say that that's right i'll get the statistics but um that over a a white male Mm -hmm. our young black men are getting killed by homicide, by the hand of a gun, greater than the, uh, the, the counterparts. And I'm paraphrasing that of mm-hmm. uh, white males. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're losing our kids. We're lo- losing, it's another, it's another, uh, destruction of, of our black males generation, uh, who, who are the producers Mm -hmm. of families, you know? And, and so, uh, to me, I know it is the enemy wanting to destroy, um, the continuation of families and the produce of, of strong men, strong black men in a black community. And so when you have to look at it as, as, as a cultural thing as well, but going back to the young lady, the young lady was actually a, a the young girl, she was 16 years old. She was a white male, a white female mm-hmm. and the kids that, um, that are now in prison, they're four black kids. Mm. And, it, and, it, and 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 I cried as if they were my own children and two sisters two of them are sisters mm. and I I my heart goes out what can we do for young girls what is it and and I know that
0: that um so yeah that's a whole new subject yeah but the thing is it's such a problem and I'm glad that you are you know, spearheading this and, and letting them know that they have a safe place and they don't have to resort to gun violence in order to communicate. A lot right. of this is because um with the generation z and the generation X, you they, they their communication and soft skills have are not as strong right. as it was for prior generations because although technology is amazing, it has broke down the area of communication. communication. Yes, and, and so how do one want to communicate through violence? Because yeah. that lets you know I'm upset. Well, you yeah. can use your words and communicate in dialogue. And right. so we need to really work on those soft skills right. to help them work through their emotions in a yeah. positive way, and don't take it to that level of gun violence or right. or, or, or losing limbs, losing life, losing their. Just being incarcerated and just lose, that's a life loss
1: that that it is it is, and when you think about and so the other part is that um as a believer and I believe and my motto is is that Jesus would show up in jail <laughs> when yeah. i when i went when I went into jail ministry and I God called me into jail ministry and uh and I began to see lives changed and and people accepting Christ. Uh, I said, okay, Jesus shows up in jail just like he did with Paul and Silas. Okay, (laughs) they were in there too. (laughs) So people may say, okay, they they got jailhouse religion. No, there are some people that truly love the Lord and they have come out changed. They've come out set free and some they may be there for a long time. Mm -hmm. But I do believe is that God did two things. He saved their life and kept them alive for that opportunity for Christ to be presented to them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so uh, that's that's our that's our reason. Whenever we present Christ to people to women that are in jail, is is that you know, and they really think about it, is that I, I could have died, I could mm-hmm. have I could have been killed, or I could have died, but God spared my life. And when they can get that wrapped around their mind um, that sometimes, and it is, it's a blessing. And I've heard the females in classes, in class or in church services there that I'm glad I'm in
0: jail. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because- in Their environment. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with all of this, that you're, you're consistently and regularly pouring into our youth. You're pouring into authors and co-authors. You're pouring into um, just people in general with your two uh, syndicated television shows. But how did you, Sandy, overcome the traumas and the stigmas that comes with negative words spoken to you? Because with all of this amazing things that you're doing You can be the brunt end of negativity. So how does Sandy deal with that?
1: Well, I write about it in my second anthology, uh, Trailblazers Who Lead, um, Time and Words, because Lady Tina, I grew up, my aunt did the best she could with what she knew how to do. I was raised in church. I was raised... Uh, from a woman that was influential in the, in the community. Mm -hmm. But I also behind the scenes was told, I'm not going to amount to anything. You're not going to be this. You're not going to be that. Um, I wasn't raised by my birth mother. Um, My birth mother found me and my sister when I was 36 years old. So I grew up my entire life, not knowing but I remember from the age of maybe three years old that um, the woman who was raising me was not my mother.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so as my father's sister, ultimately. So so I I got that, you know, I was clumsy, you know, my self-esteem was low. So I heard all of those things. Come to find out after doing all of this, well, I wasn't the only one that was hearing those words. But speaking of me is that I grew up someone telling me, you're not going to be this. You're not going to be that. And, and as I write in the book uh, it was very therapeutic for me because I kind of had to, I, and I probably say, yeah, my actions, because, you know, I was one and I hung out at night and uh, I was doing what I wasn't supposed to be doing. So yeah, I probably did, you know, at rebellious, like when she said being at, at 12, I will be in at two and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um But that was some of the, and it it was very, uh, it was very hard, um, because I was raised with my sister, but I, it appeared, and even my sister and I, we had that dialogue, is that we were raised separately and I was not felt loved. I didn't know what love looked like. I didn't know what love felt like. So what did I do? Um, I used to get high when I, in high school, used to smoke weed, uh, later on went from smoking weed to, uh, and and in between all of that, I get pregnant Mm
0: -hmm.
1: at 19, I leave home, then I come back home and then I leave again. And when I leave again, um, I, I, Work in New York, this was back in the eighties. Okay. So I worked in New York. I lived with my aunt and uncle. And then uh I was working in New York and I had a guy who introduced me to cocaine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't crack cocaine back then. Mm-hmm. It was just plain old cocaine because you're down on Wall Street. I used to work on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. So I was a young girl from the South. I I didn't know. And so uh, but had I not met my children's father. I don't know what would have happened to me because I often, I I tell this part of my story is that um, I was in a hotel high on 34th street. And I don't know how I, no one knew that I was in that hotel, but the person that I was with, my aunt and uncle didn't know. My baby was back in North Carolina with my mom being raised and I remember seeing a hand come through the door. I'm on 34th street in a hotel. No one knows that I'm there. This Mm -hmm. was during a period, Lady Tina, is that women were getting killed. There was a serial killer going around killing women and God covered me even then, even then. And I know when I tell the story and I know that I know it wasn't the high that caused me to see the hand it, if anything, I came up out of it Mm -hmm. because I really did. And, and it was because there was, there was money and drugs on the door. And so I was in one of those kind of hotels, Mm -hmm. but uh, God spared my life through all of that. Um, And I often say is that, um, yeah, had I not did, had I not married um, my children's father, saved my life, if anything, because I was, I was gone. And, um, and so how does that all have anything to do with, because I didn't know what love looked like, Mm -hmm. um, I would hear the, hear, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, you're cute. You are this, you know, and what do you do? You end up being with the wrong kind of person. you be with the wrong kind of guy. You end up being in an abused relationship or you, you know, and so that's what it was. I didn't know who I was. And so, um, and really it took years for me to recognize and know that God that God spared my life, that he, um, he spared my life from, from, from me being killed. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and to overcome and knowing what his word says is that I fearfully and wonderfully made you. And to know Philippians one and six is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And uh, as my life began to, come out of all of that. And I begin to get settled as a mother, as I began to make wise decisions and I began to uh, learn what life was, you know, and, and, and just knowing I had the support of my sister that no matter how bad it was, she was always there, you know, and I just thank God for that. Uh, I sit here and, and, and I humbly say, had it not been for the grace of God, I don't know. Sometimes I can't recognize myself, that person, that young lady in her 20s and 30s. Um, now I'm 60 and I have to go back and all I can do is say, Lord, thank you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like I say Lord, thank you.
0: Mm. Yes. Child, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for that story. I wasn't ready for that testimony tonight, because let me tell you. Looking at you now, I would have never thought you came from there. This episode is really going to really impact so many people who feel like their story is over, that feel like they cannot have a new life, that feel like no one cares. no one. You had all the odds against you, and yet you was able, with God's help, be able to shift and now you are an inspiration to so many. Now you're taking your life, your experiences, and using it as a way to show them if I did this with God's help, you can do it too. I'm no different than you. Okay. It's just that I finally came to realization what I needed to do. Yeah. And through that, you know that you could have been dead. Oh, someone just said, yes, thank you so much for sharing. They just said that just now. So thank you, Elise, um, Allison. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, I already loved you already, but now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, wow. Okay. And so, and, and you're always so pleasant and so humble. And motivational and just have this. And I never knew that you went through all of that.
1: And it was choices that I made um, because I didn't, I I didn't think, I didn't think that um, I would start something. And because I had in my mind, you're not going to be this, Mm -hmm. you're not that little girl, that teenage girl uh, the 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 uh, echoing of those words would sometime would paralyze me and cause me to say nobody's going to care nobody's going to you know nobody nobody no or they or they, or what will and I became a people pleaser
0: mm-hmm.
1: I became a people pleaser so in that season when no more drinking wasn't getting high no more. Uh, you know, wasn't smoking weed anymore, and like I told you, I began to have some balance, and and what it
2: was, it was Jesus <laughs>
1: that's who did it. It was Jesus, and because I had a relationship with the Lord growing up in church and all that, but I, you know, I was out doing my own thing, uh. But it was the Lord, and He kept me every step of the way, and that's why I said I don't recognize. I look in the mirror, and I'm and and I hear these things now, and, and I'm like, God, it's only Him that is causing me to be able to do this. And I'll let you go ahead.
0: Mm. I can listen to you all day, but uh, anyway.
1: <laughs> but I know we have time
0: Sam. We have time.
1: I'm learning how to live. I'm learning how to. I I learned I've I've learned from you I've learned from others I've mm-hmm. learned um and then also to just it's okay to let people know about your flaws yeah it is it's let it's it's, it's if anything it's a good thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and not be so concerned when now that they know. Now they're going to be looking, uh-uh, I'm too old for that now. But to help some young ladies to know, yes, you made a mistake, but you got to know that you're not going to be, like my mama said, you're not going to be the first one. You're certainly not going to be the last one. It's how you go and where you go from there. And so, so, so yes.
0: Yes. And that is so true because right now the um, it's a famous little quote. You see my glory, but you haven't heard my story. So right. they see all of this. Like I tell people every single time when they start getting like, "Oh, Tina, this, that, this," I said, "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" <laughs> I said, "Wait a minute! <laughs> I went through trials and tribulation and still have my share." Hey, Constance, and I say, "Now listen, I've been to the things. I almost died. I almost, I, I mean, I almost got abducted twice and different things in my life, and so." Um, and I didn't always have it together, <laughs> you know, trying to battle with chronic depression from being yes. so sick and being partially paralyzed. So I get what you're saying. And people see the end result of what God helped you to overcome, but they don't know what that overcoming looked like. So yeah. sometimes we need to go back and mm-hmm. just reiterate so that we can be grateful and thankful and just build our relationship even stronger. To understand that, um, help them to see that. Listen, he helped me. He can help you. He can. Help but you got to give him something to work with. He's not gonna make you do anything. He can, But you That's got. So but you. But you got to give him something to work with and, and humble yourself because um he can. He can make a mustard seed out of a. He can make a big old mountain. <laughs> We just have to show that we are being we surrendering and allow him to do what he needs to do for us. And so I just appreciate how not only you are being a vessel for so many um, authors that need to get their voice out, because like you said, the reason why I write in anthologies is because it's therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. There's still some things that I'm I'm going to share later on, but every anthology I share a little bit more as I know I need to release more because right. many people didn't know I was partially paralyzed, had a stroke at 25 years old. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know that you um was going through all of that. And when you were young, I had no idea because I look at the now and <laughs> yeah. I didn't see then, you know, and they look at me the same way. So same way. This episode, you guys, is all about you seeing what God can do for you.
1: Yes, it's,
0: it's, we're no different. We just surrender to the process. We're no different. So if it's something, don't don't listen to those self disbelieving thoughts or ones who saying this, saying that. You are somebody. You are worthy from yes. birth. You are worthy. You don't need anybody to Amen. tell you you're worthy. You are worthy. You're born worthy. Amen. You're born that mm-hmm. way. And so, and- Sandy,
1: what's next? What's next for <laughs> you? Okay. <laughs> wow. What's next? Well, um, of course, we, we um, Book Talks with Sandy is my first fruit. And I continue to stress that it's a continuum of wanting to have that commitment to the Lord. But what's next is I'm actually going... Uh, The evangelistic side of me, I'm all about winning souls. So I will officially be releasing a podcast through Podbean that will be the evangelistic side um, that I will be sharing the gospel. And that is our next path. Will the plan was is to be this this December this month before going into 2022? So look out for that. Is that we'll get the post out of our episodes, which will be a 15 minute once a week, starting out and just sharing the gospel, just sharing the gospel, uh, being uh, wanting to be the light. Uh, as it said um to be the salt of the earth and to be a light uh to to people uh to bring hope and salvation and so we'll continue to do what we do on Facebook lives uh but that is our next path
0: all right and I'm excited about it I know I'm excited as well so A little birdie told me that you have a giveaway. (laughs) A giveaway. (laughs) We
1: do have a giveaway. Each, this year, every quarter, um, Lady Tina is... the Lord gave me a name of, uh, we were doing uh, book tours and where authors could come on for 15 minutes, share, share. And so I kind of dabbled into that, but I wanted it to be uh, purposeful mm-hmm. and it's called I Have a Story Book Tour. And it was such a uh, success. People really um, were blessed by it. And so we're going to do for the last quarter this month uh, on the 18th of this month, uh, which will be uh, what? What is that? That's next Friday, next Saturday night, isn't it? On the 18th. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So from seven o'clock to nine o'clock, that's a two-hour one. Well, from seven to eight thirty, we're saying it from seven to eight thirty. So that's an hour and a half in a fifteen-minute increment. I am giving away some 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 slots. So people can come on and share their book. So you got 15 minutes to come on, share your book, how your book can be purchased, and a little bit about, you know, your story, whether you have an anthology project, solo project, I want you to come on over. It's my gift to you. And uh, so we're giving away a couple of slots.
0: Well, I have a person I would like to nominate. Absolutely (laughs) Miss um, Constance, Miss Constance Wooller, she has an amazing anthology that's gonna be coming out. She's looking for authors as we speak. So if you wanna be that an anthology, see I did you a little plug, girl, a little plug. <laughs> but yeah, I know personally that she um has something going on and she, the, what, the reason why I heard her, why? Yes. says she, she is she fabulous. Has, I heard her why over a um, telephone conversation and yeah. her why is what moved me to say something right now? Because you know, you can read things on social media, but when you hear someone and hear their why and their passion no. about it. Yeah. Um, so I would please hold the spot for her. Okay. Got it. Oh, right here. She said, I want my spot. <laughs> okay. We got you. I'm writing got, it down. Write it, now. Write it down. Cause she has a great anthology. And for those of you who want to be a part of her anthology, you have to get in contact with Constance. not me, Constance. <laughs> okay. But anyway, I know about that personally, because wow, what she wants to do with this anthology is really going to help so many people. Wow. So, help so many people, Okay, so tell them how they can actually get in contact with you whether you want them to. I'm telling you that you guys need to follow her. Go ahead and click that follow and subscribe and all that good stuff to go over there with coffee conversation with Sandy so you'll get alert every time she go live. But you tell them what you want to tell them. Okay. Well, listen, uh, before I do
1: that, listen, you all I am a major major fan of the host of the Tina Ramsey show. She is phenomenal. I've had an opportunity to interview her on several occasions. Yes, she's global, worldwide, major impact and influencer. I am humbled to be sitting in her presence and just to be on her show. I'm telling you, I am. I couldn't wait. We can't wait. And we just doing all of this yeah. as a, you know, like silly. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> I'm a color purple fan you all you all know okay y'all know okay as people get to know me more and more i loved color purple and uh every now and then there's some stuff that will come up in a conversation and I'll be like we talk about Huffle? <laughs> <laughs> Love it, love it, love yeah. it. So I know uh, it's movies like that, *A Farce Gump*. Those are those are the, listen. Those bring some laughter, and I can all always entwine that into my conversation. And, but anyway, you can find me on Coffee Conversations with Sandy and Friends on Facebook. So yes, go ahead over there and like and share so that whenever we do have our have our facebook lives uh you will be able to get the notification now our website is uh www coffee conversation with an s at the end of conversation uh with sandy.com so uh, coffee conversations with sandy.com uh, our uh, email if you do want to email me I think it's much easier and yeah I think she's putting up that uh book talks with sandy at gmail.com very simple book talks make sure you have the s uh, talks with sandy at gmail.com I think it's pretty simple and you can just uh as y'all call it I am instant
0: message me <laughs> DM, PM, DM, yeah. me. all of them things. Yeah, yeah. It just depends yeah. on which platform you're on. If you're on Instagram, DM me. If you're on Facebook, me. PM, PM. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just depends what platform. But right, 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 right. right, right, right. <laughs> so so yes, ma'am. Well, I it, This has indeed been a pleasure for me because, like Sandy said, I have had the pleasure of being on her show multiple times for various different things in which I was doing as a public speaker or anthologies, part of different anthology books, and her platform is so warm and so inviting, and she truly looking to benefit you and your needs, your wants, and she has a way of bringing out what needs to be brought out that it's going to actually help you and also the people who listen because she is a true conversationalist like really she knows how to make you shine and so i encourage everyone if you do happen to miss this little free little giveaway slot you need to book the other slots because you will not be disappointed and um she has an amazing networking community these Everyone that goes up there, they're looking to buy that next book. That's why they go there. It's not like they're not interested in books. All these people, they want books. So why not let it be one of your books? So again, thank you so much for not only coming on the show, but sharing. And I I always love you, but uh, now I'm just like even stronger. And I'm like, oh, I had no idea. So thank you for being such an inspiration. Yes. and just being yourself okay because we have some good conversations off camera too
1: <laughs> i'm loving it he uh the lord is just increasing as you begin to say that he is increasing um the spiritual daughters i i i i'm we're sisters but as a spiritual daughter and i'm loving it i'm loving it just know that i'm only a click away call away please if i can never serve you at all come on over
0: you know you'll always have a spot and a place uh at the table Uh uh-huh same here that's why i'm like um we're not going out of 2021 Watch you coming on this show Yes, it is. You just come down in between the shows because she's busy. I'm busy. We both doing shows, so tune in and subscribe and follow her on all social media platforms. You will be inspired. You will be motivated, and you will be able to start. Finding your confidence and walking your purpose. Again, thank you for giving my new person that I just met, Constance Woolard, a spot on your amazing tour, so that she can share what she's doing. You're gonna absolutely love why she's doing this particular anthology, and she can tell you all about that when you interview her at the end of this month. Again, I want you guys to always know and understand, and I want you to be motivated that the Tina Ramsey Show and podcast, we got your back. We work very hard to bring you the most inspirational individuals that can truly help you find your confidence or help you in regard to walking in your purpose. Mm -hmm. It's your time to shine and we help you do that. So come on over and be a featured guest on the Tina Ramsey Show and podcast. Sandy, love you. I'll talk to you off camera. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. To be a featured guest on our show, go to TheTinaRamseyShow.com. Come share, shine, and grow on The Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast. Are a business owner or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to share your mission, your purpose, your products, and services literally with the world faster, safer, and easier, making your brand accessible to millions from the comfort of your home? Well, I want to encourage you to join our Learn How to Start a Podcast and Monetize It class. Why is because this was designed for entrepreneurs like yourself as a platform to provide you with the knowledge in order to not only start a podcast, but successfully launch it. And then the third key, which is helping you to understand how you can monetize your podcast as you are impacting the world with good. You can also build multiple streams of income from this one podcast and share your story, mission, and purpose, literally, with the world. So on today, I want you to go ahead and click ramsey.com to join our podcast class today.